0: Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. Today, we have Jim Parkin. Our guest this week is my wonderful, wonderful husband, Nicholas Chandler, and I'm I'm your wife, Ashley Chandler.
1: Oh my word! Man. Wow, she's already breaking down. <laughs>
0: Welcome can we back. say
2: that this episode is brought to you by Steadfast Power
0: sure. <laughs> We can say that, but it's not.
1: But it's not. It's, but it's totally not. not.
0: J- Jim just has his cup.
1: His Yeti cup.
0: Hmm. But the podcast is still brought it's, to you by, by, by Freedom Center Freedom Church.
1: Center Church. <laughs> yeah, yes. Very true. Very true. Well, I think, well, I right. think um, we, what, we were what I mentioned talking about like depression and anxiety. Yeah. Yep. Okay.
0: So it's wonderful that we started off with such laughter because <laughs> I think we needed that a little bit. <laughs>
1: Nice. No, actually,
0: I was. um, uh, So we, the three of us, have a group chat going on all the time. And so when you had texted that, I don't know if I was in the same room with you or if we were. I was shuttling around kids or something at the moment, but I'm pretty excited about to talk about that tonight because I know it's been a big deal for us for especially the last few months. But. I know it's a journey that you've been walking out for a while and stuff, and I know that a lot of other folks, the more that we've talked to folks, even over the past year, it's crazy to see that we're not the only ones, you're not the only one, and so I'm excited for the impact that this conversation can have for folks.
1: Yeah, most importantly, like you said, like, oh, we're not the only ones. Like, when I was in my teens or my 20s or even early 30s, I'm like, what are people's problems? Like, just, (laughs) you know... Yeah. Get over it kind of thing, so but it's definitely something that's real it doesn't it does not discriminate. Um, you know, whether you're wealthy, rich, well off, um, not making that much money or whatever, it's just you know depending on things, it's just hit it just hit hit you. so yeah, yeah, it's got many, many
2: shapes to anxiety because I don't have just like the generalized anxiety stuff, but I definitely have social anxiety. And certain settings are just unbearable, yeah, like
0: I mean it's, I've had
2: scenarios yeah. where I've been in something like well I like to call it zombie land, but the world knows it as Walmart, <laughs> but the Wally world <laughs> yeah but I've been in there, and it's been so bad that i've like few, this is several years ago, but i had to I went running out of that place, had been sent up there on a Christmas Eve mission to get a last few things, and I just just couldn't couldn't, do it. couldn't bear it. You know, we took the kids a couple years ago to Disney and all the other parks were fine but the first night walking up Main Street in Magic Kingdom, whew, just too many people. And in my perception, because now I'm all worked up, you know, and you know, Nick, now your, your heart rate's faster and everything's more tense for some reason. While everything in you is moving faster, everything around you seems to be moving at half speed. And I just like, there's just too much and too many people and i perceived everyone trying to get at my kids and just remember being next thing i'm angry now i think i have to defend them and in reality you know according to my wife none of that was happening and we were just fine and there was really plenty of space around me but but that's the thing anxiety will get you and it'll spin everything
1: it does it's 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 one of those things that is just like as a guy it's like just just get over it you know kind of right. thing but it, it's something you really just can't push through the more you push through it the kind of the worse it gets in a way yeah. and, and so for me like now that i've been through this and sometimes going through it still kind of come out the window um i i Even as a kid, I remember now that it started when I was almost a little bit as a kid or a teenager. I just didn't really recognize it. I thought maybe it was kind of normal or what have you. But I just kept on just going and just doing my thing. You know, so anxiety, yeah, it's definitely something that uh, it it just feels like a bad caffeine high. Everything's so sensitive. Like you said, everything's moving so slow around you you can't control anything. It's like spiraling out of control in a way. And it's just not a good feeling, you know, and no matter what you do or what you say, or when people look at you, yeah, you'll be okay. You're looking at them like they're crazy. It's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) You don't know what I'm going through right now. Right. Um, or when people
0: ask you like, what are you stressing out about? Just, just relax. Just just
1: relax. You're okay. I'm trying, (laughs) you know, And, and I used to be on the other end, but like, It's okay, bro. (laughs) Just be cool. It's okay.
0: Well, to be honest, I was a lot of that time like, what are are you, you know, and even I think folks that are well-intentioned just trying to ask good questions, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but part of this whole process has been like, I don't know. And to have so many aspects of your body and your mind and your emotions all kind of, it's hard to figure out what target you're even trying to like go towards to figure out. What is even going on? And so I, I know that I've done that to you a lot but like because I don't know. And then there's frustration that I've added on top of things because I feel out of control from like the outside looking in type thing. So
1: Yeah, and and a lot of people have sympathy for it, but that's part of with like an anxiety and everything else. It's just we don't need sympathy sympathy. We need more empathy. You know, because sympathy is kind of like just like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to hear that, but you really don't care and you move on right. and that doesn't help with self-esteem or confidence or anything else. Um, so with anxiety as well, that's that's kind of a thing. It's, it takes your confidence and just shrinks it in a way because you think you can't handle something in reality. You can, it's just your body's kind of going out of control in a way. Um, you know, and, and everyone has different anxiety and trend, you know, disorders and what have you, and what triggers them, and what so triggers them, and everything else. And some people just they don't know what triggers them, they just, you know, and there's some people that have these anxiety attacks and they're done in two minutes and they're good and they're and they're good and they just keep on going, you know, like yours with social anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, once you get out of Walmart, you're good, you go and you live on your life, um, you know, but and I think that's how I was. Uh, at a certain point and I think that's why like a lot of people you know they they know me I really don't talk much especially you know in a church on a Sunday or whatever I just don't I just you know I, I guess it's kind of social anxiety I, I don't know but I just I just you know but if you get me on one-on-one I'm good and I'll talk to you for hours um so with that being said, I, you know, with, with the anxiety that I always experienced as a teen or even like a um a young adult, it was kind of like that anxiety where eventually it calmed down, I was good, and I just moved on. But um, I think this last year, you know, being a, what, how old am I? I don't know. I'm young, 32, 35, 42, 35 51, years. something like that. So anyways... <laughs> Don't reveal that. Trying to do the
0: math. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jim's counting on his fingers, like. Or they're crap. trying to do
1: math on our fingers. <laughs> Wait, I want, I want, decade one, decade two. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it came to a point with me where you know, I just I couldn't actually even leave the house. I wanted nothing to do with anything. Um, it's sad to say, but like even like friends or possibly family and stuff like that, it just didn't matter to me because I was kind of in survival mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, I was let go from my job, I think, um, sometime last year. Damn. And and a lot of people were like, oh, well, it's just because you're stretching out about a job. In reality, I, I was really thankful for the job. I didn't care about for the job. And I knew...
0: Well, you were praying about like what the next steps were. Because exactly,
1: I didn't. I on. didn't want to work there. I didn't want yeah. to do this because I knew I was excelling, but nothing was happening, and what have you. Um, with that being said, I think it's almost like a. Um, for me, it was a marathon runner in a way, where you're going through all this stuff, the exhaustion, um, just going up and down the hills and everything else, and and we were always making sure that we were financially okay and this and that and i knew we were financially okay now and when that happened for me it was like kind of crossing a finish line and just collapsing yeah and it, it wasn't had nothing to do with a job it's just like okay for the first time in you know since 15 years old i don't have to work full time yeah and i don't have a job to worry about and we're financially okay. We can take, you know, seven months to possibly a year off and still be okay. And I think, but because of that, it just kind of spiraled out of control. Unfortunately, it just kind of got worse and worse and worse. We're at a point where, you know, I wouldn't even come out of my room for a while. Um, so, but anxiety yeah, is, it's, it's no fun. It, nope. it, it's, it's no fun at all. And it can, the thing, too, that
2: I think some people miss is it's not just mental. It can affect your vitals. It can affect your heart. It can affect your blood pressure. It affects, so we, it's frequent that we'll get, we'll respond to somebody, and what they're we're being called for is difficulty breathing and chest pain, and we'll get there, and what is actually happening is the patient is, like, in a full-blown, hardcore panic attack. Yeah. But it mimics all the same things. So you put them on a heart monitor, their heart is in tachycardia and it's going super fast. And they're breathing super fast and they're hyperventilating. So now their fingers are tingling and, and even like locking up and becoming tense. And their feet the same way. And their blood pressure starts to skyrocket. And all of these things are horrible for the human body. But it's just the idea that that Whatever it doesn't matter if it's social or not social once you're in that that spiral. like it, it is something that should be taken seriously. But, you know it's one of those things. Well, I was
0: trying to explain to somebody a couple of weeks ago. it's well, I was telling you too, it's like remind, like in a way, like it's almost like pretend he's had the flu back to pack for like six months straight, like every, right. every month just fighting the flu for a couple of weeks. You know, it's like his body was at a point where it was just so physically exhausted from going through multiple anxiety attacks throughout the week that it's just like his whole system was just shot. Right. So then to try to like, there's that balance too, where it's like he needed his rest. Absolutely. But then it's like, okay, but how do we get to a point where you can start doing normal things again? <laughs> you know so it's, yeah, it's especially
1: being a father having four kids right, right.
0: And, and me not wanting to give you a pass to just like okay this is just where you're gonna stay now so there's that little bit of like is today a day where I coax you to kind of like, come on we gotta get up cause you did that for me when my brother passed away there are days where you let me just lay in bed and take it easy but then there was other days where I remember I'd be like straight out pissed with you yelling profanities at you because you're like we need to get dressed for the day we need to get up and go do things and it's like and I didn't want to you know so there was that little bit of like I've never been in this place before. I've never had a spouse that's gone through something like, like we've never, like up until this year, I didn't know that he had ever had panic attacks or anxiety before. I knew that he was more reserved and that he processed things differently, but I didn't, I don't think you even realized like you were saying like what it all was. And so we're both trying to like (laughs) figure this out. And at the same time, like I don't, I don't know what he needs day to day. And people are like, well, if you need anything, let us know. And it's like, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what that even means, you know. And, Other
1: than paying our bills, our house payment, and just support, you know, right? And, and that's and what I, I told a couple and friends. I say that kindly like, yeah. is like we're financially okay. I'm not expecting someone to pay stuff, but um, it's it is really just support, right? Um, and and it's for the right people um, too, because there's certain people that, again, going to the sympathy thing and the empathy thing. There's there's some people just have that sympathy and they just it it, to me, it's literally, they're pretty much telling me they don't care. Just move on. Just get over it. You know, and so they they have no empathy of that. They don't understand it. They don't, they haven't been there or what have you. And maybe they have. And um, there's certain people that, again there's so many people out there probably had it worse than me easily and there's so many people out there that probably had it easier than me it, but that's we're not, so trying, that's to point, we're not right. trying to compare we're not right. trying to compare we're just we're just simply saying that it is real and unfortunately s- especially in America right now with this generation coming up it's just becoming more and more and more and even with the veterans and everything else right. and just and it has a lot to do, I think, with us just being overstimulant You know, just overstimulated. Yeah, hey, overstimulated, for sure. and, and, and it's for just sure. on our phones, on our TVs, and on this and everything else, and so it just creates an issue of just just, you know, you're overwhelmed, and right. then you're trying to deal with day-to-day life stuff and job stuff and kids and right. you should know how many kids you have, like 10 now? <laughs> 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 six, three grandkids, whatever. So almost whatever. one every decade? <laughs> <laughs> I think so.
2: <laughs> yeah, around there. That's, that's impressive. Yeah, that's impressive. impressive. That's pretty dope.
0: <laughs> but I think back to um but I'm so grateful that you need good people in your life to celebrate the highs and the lows and I think that you've had the right people in your corner um, really being there for you. Um, Because, I mean, that's really, like you were saying, there's a couple of friends, like, what can we do? It's like, literally, we just need to be reminded that this isn't our end and that we got this, God's working, like, we're going to be, like, we just need to be reminded because depending on the day, we're either pissed, (laughs) a little bit despairing, you know, like, whatever it is. So we just need to be reminded that, it's all gonna work out, it's gonna be okay. But it needs to be more, it needs to be from those trusted people that we know are having empathy for us, not just like, oh, it's all gonna work out, you know. And I think a lot of people have really meant well, but they haven't been in our in our world with us, and that's okay. You know, there's there's folks we have a lot of wonderful friends, a lot of wonderful, great community, but there's folks that have been like inside kind of the circus with us as we we've walked this out and i think that that's important for anybody going through anything and i know that's been really big for us
1: yeah exactly and i think it's not funny but uh i was was about to say the funny thing is but it's not really funny the 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 cool thing is i guess about all this is there's people i've been able to talk to where they're just like oh yeah I, i deal with that still or i have dealt with that and it's like really you you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and some of them are people that it just seems like they're such eyes Just they're always happy all the time. And, and so, and, and granted there, there's a point where with anxiety, I think, you know, there's a point for medication. There's a, there's a point that if you need to manipulate your body in a way to help you with things and just give you that confidence to go do what you got to do, that's, that's fine. um, but with me, like it, it just it messed me up more. Like My doctor put me on an antidepressant, and it's just messed me up more. And so I, I'm off that now, and I'm doing a lot better. Um, so there, there's a point, yes, you're going to need that. And there are some people that take it temporarily. Um, there are some people that take it for a lifelong thing. And I'm not condoning it in any kind of way, or I'm not saying that it's bad, or what have you. It's just yeah. at a point where you just kind of got to do what you got to do, and do it in a way to make sure that you can continue living and make sure that um, you're doing it healthy, though.
2: Right.
1: And and going through all this stuff, I think it has a lot to do with just, again, growing up a certain way as kids, finding certain things out, um, doing an ER, EMDR treatment, stuff like that. Um, and <laughs> EMDR is basically like a therapy that... It kind of takes everything from your back to your brain and just all of a sudden just unlocks all these different memories and everything and put it to your frontal lobe. So you're over, kind of, over, in a way, overwhelmed, which seems kind of bad for someone with anxiety, right? (laughs) Um, But it it just kind of unlocks different memories, unlocks different things, and it kind of pinpoints, okay, so maybe this is why, you know, the first time I was anxious or this or that, what have you. Um, So... But overall, I, I, you know, it, it, it's real, and you know there's so many veterans that go through it, and so many um, first responders. Probably, I think
2: um, it's that. So I, I was reading this article just recently where it states the science is starting to show that the symptoms or the like, the beginning of the symptoms or the beginning of the fe- the effects of these different um, events that cause the post traumatic stress start happening at the 45 second mark of whatever that event was so that's crazy so like at whatever the call is like today you know this evening i had a uh was responding to a potentially horrific scenario that i didn't end up having to see but but um so for that for someone new so you think of like like a fresh mind or something like that and so 45 seconds of potentially someone's first call ever and those those thoughts so that, that process is starting to to happen and that's so that's first responder stuff where we kind of knew what we were getting into and for veterans same i mean there's no way to fully prepare but right. we kind of knew what we were getting into but what we were saying earlier about all the stimulus right now yeah all this stuff going on with Impeachments that I was. Uh, there's a dude I follow on Instagram, he's a movie director. His name's Peter Berg, and he showed something yesterday. He posted and it was uh, the front page of the LA Times, and it had Kobe Bryant dies in helicopter crash, impeachment, this or that, Chinese coronavirus, people dying. And I think there was not one shred of good news on the whole front page of all the headlines of this major publication in our country. Hmm. So you take that, and then you take all of the Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. and Yeah, for And sure. the thing is, so we live in a culture that I've heard this referred to, so, and I like it, so I'll use it, but we everything is moving at Twitter speed. So these things, these thoughts come into your head, and then a minute later they're gone. But it's just over and over and over, and it's saturated with just, you know, all these things. And if you have that kind of predetermined mind, like I have, you know, like sounds like, like you have Nick for that kind of anxiety. It's everything in our flesh and with the enemy is working against us. Cause he has got it dialed in how to use all these things
0: for all sure, these things sure. against
2: us, you know, and it's, and then couple that with that, mental health still has a horrible stigma. Yeah, horrible. for sure. And so, like...
0: Well, it's not like you gash your knee, you go into the hospital, you get it all bandaged up, and then you go home and you heal. It's, right. It's so much more intangible and person-to-person. Yep. Um, so, like, reasons why um, the process that for their... You know, like, everything for each person is so different. Um, so, I mean, that's been... it's it's just a whole different monkey to begin with. Your brain is a
1: muscle, you know, in a way. Right. right. And it's a very,
0: very, it's the most complex thing ever. (laughs) Right.
1: you do, you have to visualize how are you going to change it and how are you going to do things and and how are you going to attempt to get over whatever you're getting over. And it's it's a very difficult process, very, very difficult process, you know. So, and part of me, I think, is, it's a lot of it is, to me, it is a lot of spiritual. I'm a Christian. That's what I believe in. So get over it.
0: We're body, but, soul, mind, and spirit. Over exactly. Her, like, all you know, all so,
1: um, you know, unfortunately, you know, at one point, you know, years ago, I kind of had like a vision and prophesied over that, you know, it's just like there's a dot on the earth and I was that dot, and just arrows were going around the whole earth and how, how many people we were going to reach and touch and all that stuff. Then all of a sudden you know, a couple of years later, that's when the anxiety more started to kick in. And then I went on fly and I couldn't go anywhere. Then it came to a point where I didn't really want to go to things. And then this summer where I didn't even leave the house, I couldn't get in a car without having a panic panic attack. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's spiritual where Satan's just kind of like trying to box me in so I couldn't fulfill that. Right. So, you know, I know that, but my body, for some reason, still continues to react, react in in a certain way. Um, so it's, it is hard and with anxiety, you know, go to that, usually with anxiety or depression, they both come hand in hand. If you have one, you're probably going to have a little bit of one or the other or vice versa. And so I never really dealt with depression before in a way. Again, kind of going back to the kid thing, I kind of realized that, yeah, I was kind of a little bit depressed. Just, you know, I'm not going to get into my life story, but how we grew up and what have you and all this other stuff. But, like, de- um, depression this year was like, man, wow. Like, it's it's no joke either. It's like, man, you know, all those people that I kind of, again, I, when I was on the other side, it's like, just get over it. It's okay. Just, you know, move on. It, it's It's not that simple at all it's one of those things that a lot of people don't want to talk about and a lot of people don't want to admit or vice versa, but it it is real. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, a lot of people are going through it and whether you're a Christian or not, you still go through it. And whether you're a Christian or not, you're still going to be hurt or you're, you're still going to be angry or what have you. And, and, and that's one thing that we teach our kids: like, yes, you're going to be hurt, but you just can't live there, right? Yeah. And and as an adult, I'm teaching my kids this, but as an adult, I'm still living there. <laughs> it's like, come on, you know? So so trying to get over that, and, and I think a lot of it had to do with me is just certain things and, and unforgiveness and and all the other stuff that you know. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that were Christians that are really, really just just not 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 betrayed me in any kind of way, or what have you, but unfortunately did things that i never thought that they would do and I, and I had to come to terms of that um forgiveness portion of it. Uh, my brother doesn't listen to this, so he'll never know but like <laughs> <laughs> um my brother used to i know I pray for him every day to be safe, and the reason why he's not safe is simply just because um, a family member um was a Christian. And unfortunately he felt that they are just, you know, just a typical thing like a hypocrite or shoving things down their throat or what have you. And he's not saved because of that. And, and that irks me, you know? So, um, but I'm finding out just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you're not human either. Right. You know, so, um, and going through all that stuff and, you know, and I, and at one point with my brother, I just told him, I looked at him, I said, you will be safe. And he kind of looked at me, he's like, yeah, I know. It's just, I'm not ready yet, you know, kind of thing. So um, there's always going to be someone in the church that's going to be a bad apple. There's always going to be something that's going to get you down, but it's how you get over it and how you move on and the people that are in your life and everything else. And those are things that are going to help you get through the anxiety or the depression and allow you to just move move you know move on in a way um just because you move on it doesn't mean you're going to forget either it just gives me more empathy for people that are going through or did go through it or or what have you so it's definitely something i feel that it's going to be used in a way um oh yeah you know for sure and 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 I think you said this before, Jim, you know, it's like, hey, we started this Lighthouse Experiment thing to connect with people and like, um, right. create bridges and and help with people with anxiety and depression. And and mostly everyone are veterans and first responders, right? right. But I'm neither one of them. So how am I going to speak to them, right? But guess what? I can now. Because <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Now and I know, right? Now you know so, homie, what it's like. And what,
2: I mean, it's not the same. It's, not, it's exactly. not the same trigger, it, exactly. but it feels the same. It feels the same to be in a place mm-hmm. where where you just, like, behaviors. Maybe it's not that that I can't leave the house, Yeah. but maybe it's when I leave the house, for whatever reason, to hear go to somewhere noise. in Grand Blank, yep. that I feel like I need to be triple strapped. And yeah. if I hear, a, you know, I have actually... so. Most people who listen know I work at Swartz Ambulance and our headquarters is behind a funeral home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every now and again, they have funerals for veterans, like, may, like okay. even old retiree veterans. Like they'll fire off like the 21 gun salute thing or whatever. Okay. And pretty much every time, I'll duck down. Yeah. Even if, even if I'm watching them, okay, like any second they're going to do their thing. And then, then the anxiety of that builds up. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. When is it going to happen? And then I'll not pay attention. And these M16s will fire off and I'll, you know, flinch or duck down. But it's just that's part of the thing. And it's the point is like, whatever the trigger, what it feels like to be in that situation where you think everything's crushing down on you and you can't move and you can't breathe. And all that, the reality of that is the same no matter what the trigger is. So, yeah, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You've gone through or still some ways are going through this season of refinement, but you can for sure speak to what it feels like to have that.
0: For me, on my end of things, um, I've really had to just be patient. Like, it's not about me. I need to just, like love you and serve my family and do what I need to do. And because my prayer is like, I want you healthy. I want you whole. And I, I and I want us to be good and, and all that. And I want God's plan for us and everything. But when you don't understand like what that looks like, it gets frustrating. And man, there's been multiple times where like, I just felt like God was like, you know what you, this is not your timetable. This is not about you. You're, you're pushing all the wrong gas pedals and you you just need to like, wait a minute. And every time I've like prayed about, well, what are we doing next? And what are you, no, nope, I, I have you right here. You got to wait a second. This is all going to work out. Uh, and so and it's that's been a really, hard thing, especially really for my hard.
1: personality type, because I like fixing things and I like going mm-hmm. and I like just getting well, things done. Well, and then grow,
0: growing up too, from our backgrounds and stuff, yeah. it's like, I don't want to be, st- we can't be stuck here. We mm-hmm. can't be stuck here. We got to keep going yep. forward. You, you can't, you know, and then just as like, nope, that you can't just take medication to, to feel okay. That's not the fix. You know, we got to figure, you know, and so there's this, like this, this, um, almost this not quite, not anxiety in the same way, but the, this like anxiousness of like, we, we can't stay here. We got to keep moving forward. And it's, you can't rush a process like this. And you just have to be patient. And because it's so different with everybody, you're really praying into like, okay, what's right for us to do, you know? And so I went, I've been seeing a counselor like since the fall going in and being able to talk to somebody and hash things out and get the right perspective and be prayed with and just know that, You know, to hunker down and do the right thing and be able to come back charged with the right perspective to go on for the next couple of weeks and stuff and having good friendships, good trusted family that are like praying for us and, you know, checking in on us. Um, You've been slowly being able to get back to working out, you know, um... Your doctor is amazing and has been able to ask you really good questions of, okay, but what are you doing outside of this? What is your game plan? What are you working at? You know, like your doctor has been really good too. So um, it's been a lot of different targets that we've tried to just try to slowly, like, be consistent with to then see, like, God, like, really working in us.
1: Yeah, like for in sure. different ways, you know, so. And, yeah. and with all that, too, is like there's so many people out there that are going through what I'm going through and they're still working. It's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hats off to them, you know, kind of thing. Because <laughs> I was able to just, I've been off for the last seven months and yeah. it's been great um, you know but at the same time I would say
0: it's been great
1: for me yes for certain things yes I know now I know what it's, no,
0: it's going to be
1: like when I retire you're going to be like Nick um, can you go do something can we go be
0: people with other people <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no it's been a huge blessing for God like we were talking about this the other day if this would have happened 10 years ago before we out of student loan debt before you know all these other things happened and stuff like mm-hmm. to be able to financially be at a point where it's like to just focus on what you've need focus. On for the you know to just focus and I think we've been become better parents through this process. Our, our it's been neat to be able to see like you know our older two definitely have a lot more understanding of you know what's what going it on. is yeah. and
1: what have you and and again it's just I I just want to make sure. That one, I'm not offending anyone in kind of way, or saying that a hey, just get over it, or what have you, because I'm going through it or have been through it. it. It is a real thing, and it is something that I think you do need to have the right support for. Um, you know, we've had great friends and to get us through all this stuff and you know um i think that's what's important you know so so a shout out to mr jeb fetters you know thank (laughs) you sir i appreciate it and obviously jim parkin over here um just you know great people in my life that have been able to push me in a gentle way but also at the same time you know you know kind of just look at me and just be like dude you're okay (laughs) you know kind of thing you know so um it's 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 a process. It really is a process, and it's something that is, yeah, it's no fun, but it's going to be used sort of for for something good. So heck
2: yeah, this is more common than people think. It's very much so more common than people think, and and it's
0: yeah,
2: it's like in ment, ment- for mental health. This is kind of like the same thing is as miscarriage in. It's like so many people have been through that, and then you don't know until you go through it. And like ten people go, "Hey, we've been through this before," and you're like, what? <laughs> "What?" Yeah. But this is the same thing. I think there's tons and tons of people that have, and for everybody, it's a different level of anxiety and depression. But tons of people have gone through this, so this will be, this is one of those episodes that'll be useful for a bunch of people.
1: Again, you know, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm a pretty private person in a way. Um, but if you ask me questions, I'm very transparent. So, um, stop me in the hall, stop me, whatever, if, you know, whatever. So sweet.
0: cool. Well, thank you for talking about it. Cause it's been, it's, it's no little thing. And so Not at all. I'm, I'm proud of you. And I think that, um, you know, God's faithful to use everything for his glory and his goodness, you know, and I think that, um, you know, you've definitely become even more of an amazing person out of this whole thing, and and I know that, um, you know, just how you've you've walked it out, you've you've done a good job. So yeah,
1: there's some people I may, I may not have ticked off, but, um, <laughs> there's always uh, grace whatever. for that. There's always somebody, there's always somebody, right? it's That's okay. okay.
0: I've done my fair share of like crying in these last few months when I get overwhelmed. <laughs> so it's like, oh my gosh, they probably think I'm a basket case at this point. This isn't me. This is just part of me. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Fine. But well, yeah. Cool. Well, thank yeah. you, Freedom Center Church, for letting us record in your space, all your support and love. We appreciate you. Thank you guys for listening in on this podcast. And seriously, if you have any questions, anything at all, send us a message through your friend's Facebook account if you want it to be anonymous or something or whatever. Um, we're always up in for questions and stuff. So, Right on. Yeah.
2: And as always, if you love this podcast, also check out the Morning After podcast. You can also hear Freedom Center Church's Sunday service on this same network. Right. Enjoy. Check us out on the socials. Peace. Thank you.